Hey there, fellow Sojourners, and welcome back to another edition of Appropriate in the Culture. On today's episode, we discuss the shooting in Nashville and the cultural response. I'm Pastor Shane, I'll be the bearer of hard truths today as we appropriate some culture. So as all of you are probably aware, a 28-year-old female who identifies as trans murdered three children and three adults at a Christian school in Nashville. And although the manifesto of the perpetrator has perplexingly not been released, the Nashville police chief did confirm that this was a targeted attack. So what we have is a trans person who murdered Christians in a targeted manner. But that's not what you would conclude if all you knew about the incident was a response from all of our major institutions. Let's start with the federal government. This is the president's initial response after six Christians were gunned down. Brett, we're going to take it to the podium people. now, Brad, the president of the United States speaking now. My name is Joe Biden. <laughs> I'm Dr. Joe Biden's husband. And I ate Jenny's ice cream, chocolate chip. I came down because I heard there was chocolate chip ice cream. By the way, I have a whole refrigerator full upstairs. You think I'm kidding? I'm not. God. Ben, how are you, pal? One of the best guys in the United States Congress, Ben Cardin. <laughs> Folks, uh, welcome to the White House. It's a delight to have you all here. And who are those good-looking kids back there? <laughs> They're your kids, all four of them? Well, stand up, guys. I want you to know, like you, I had two brothers, three in our family, three brothers, and one sister. And my sister is smarter than all of us. <laughs> Not a joke. She, she used to be three years younger than me. Now she's 23 years younger than me. <laughs> yeah. She managed every one of my campaigns for office, even back when I was in high school. We went to the same university two years apart. She graduated with honors. I graduated. And we had a simple rule in the family. Listen to Val. My sister Valerie is incredible. So guys, be nice to your sister. You're going to need her. You're going to need her. I promise. It's the same lineup. You're the oldest. Who's number two? Number two? Who's number three? You're twins? Are you guys twins? OK. All right. This is this how it was in our outfit. Well, I'm so glad to see you all. Thanks for coming with mom, OK? You got to take care of your mom. Dads are much harder to raise, but, you know. <laughs> Before I begin to speak, the reason I spend a little time in the kids, I, I just want to speak very briefly about the school shooting in Nashville, Tennessee. Not a great initial tone, but they'll pull it together. Here's White House Press Secretary to clarify the issue. And so it is shameful, it is disturbing, and uh, our hearts go out to uh, the, those, the trans community as they are under attack right now. But this is a president who has said many times before he has their backs, he will continue to have their backs, uh, and he will continue to fight for them. And his record shows that. 
And President Biden and his wife Jill put out this comforting message, transgender people deserve love, dignity, and respect. And they hosted a roundtable affirming transgender kids. If you didn't know better, you would think that trans kids were recently killed, particularly because hours, hours after the shooting, trans activists staged a die-in at the Texas Capitol. I think at Political Math put this in perspective well, saying, I really want to say this in the nicest way possible. If a church staged a die-in after a Christian killed a bunch of people at a gay bar, that would be interpreted as mockery of the victims. That is what is happening here. But Texas was not the only capital where protests took place. In the Tennessee capital, protesters held up seven fingers for each victim of the shooting. Every death is a tragedy, y'all. Seven lives. I'd say there were seven victims. Wait, three children, three adults. Well, it's not surprising that the same people who think that men can get pregnant also have problems with basic math. And a broken moral compass that leads you to champion the castration and mutilation of human beings also leads you to believe that the perpetrator of such a massacre is a victim. Corporate media also had some odd framing. CBS executives told staffers not to report that the Nashville shooter was transgender, saying, quote, the shooter's gender identity has not been confirmed by CBS News. As such, we should avoid any mention of it, as it has no known relevance to the crime. Should that change, we can and will revisit. Right now, we advise saying police identified the suspect as a 28-year-old, shooter's name, who they shot and killed at the scene. And move on to focus on other important points of the investigation, community, and solutions. Okay. Okay, but the police also identified that the suspect was transgendered. Police told you the name, the age, and the gender identity. But CBS is only running with some of that information. And one day after the shooting, NBC News framed the story this way. Fear pervades Tennessee's trans community and focus on Nashville shooters' gender identity. We were already fearing for our lives. Now it's even worse. A trans person gunned down Christians, but trans people are the victims. That's the news media's concern, and that's also the concern of corporate America. One day after the shooting, Amazon sent out this statement to its employees. Amazon remains in solidarity with our LGBTQIA employees, customers, and communities. Candy Castleberry, Amazon's Vice President of Global Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion, wrote, To our LGBTQIA employees and allies, I'm writing to you to extend my support and solidarity during this period of apprehension and uncertainty. The last several weeks have been challenging, to say the least, as we continue to see disheartening news in the media. I want to make this clear. Amazon believes that the rights of LGBTQIA people and the equal rights for transgender people must be protected. We are committed to fostering an inclusive work environment, which includes providing resources and benefits to LGBTQIA employees, as well as support from the Global LGBTQIA Strategy and Program Office within the Global Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion team. And Amazon Christian employees can eat lead. The rest of corporate America was asked to weigh in on the shooting, but uh, they declined to comment. Though this week, Bud Light announced a partnership with trans influencer Dylan Mulvaney. In pop culture, Madonna announced a new concert in Nashville to raise money for the families of the victims of the school massacre. I'm kidding. Here was her statement. 
The oppression of the LGBTQ plus is not only unacceptable and inhumane, it's creating an unsafe environment. It makes America a dangerous place for our most vulnerable citizens, especially trans women of color. Also, these so-called laws to protect our children are unfounded and pathetic. Anyone with half a brain knows not to f**k with a drag queen. Bob and I will see you from the stage in Nashville, where we will celebrate the beauty that is the queer community. And at the Country Music Television Awards, in a touching tribute to the slain children, drag queens sang a song with the lyrics, If you go down, I'm going down too. Even autotune can't fix that degree of tone deafness. This is the state of our culture. This is the state of our institutions. If you are a Christian, your federal government is against you. Political activists are against you. Most major corporations are against you. And pop culture is against you. And none of this should be at all surprising. We start every episode here saying, hey there, fellow sojourners, because that's precisely what we are as Christ followers. We are sojourners. We are aliens. We are foreigners. This is not, nor has it ever been, our home. And Jesus tells us, if the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. If you belong to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. Remember what I told you. A servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you also. If they obeyed my teaching, they will obey yours also. Christians, I think, for a long time have felt very at home in America, and it's lulled them into a false sense of security. So at least a good thing from this naked hostility is that it's forcing Christian Americans to recognize that spiritual reality and maybe reevaluate the ways in which we engage our institutions. We're in a spiritual battle that is playing out in pop culture, in media, in government, in academia, and corporations. And that's where we need to engage. We need to vote our values. We need to convey our story in media. We need to humanize Christianity in pop culture. We need to stop drinking Bud Light, though... We really should have been doing that anyway. The major powers and institutions of America are not neutral to Christianity. They are hostile to it. And if we're going to have hope to change that, we have to first at least acknowledge that reality. Alrighty, that'll do for today. As usual, if you like what we're doing here, like, subscribe, share, and review. But if you give me a thumbs down, at least leave a comment so we can have some kind of engagement with the issue. Follow me on the major socials, join my author's Facebook page, and I'll see you next week for more Appropriate in the Culture. Mm -hmm.